Hello everybody, this is Rich Sports Talk and I'm your host Nolan Rich getting into our AFC East preview. This is our first of the AFC previews. We'll have all four AFC division previews before the regular season. We've gone through all the NFC, so if you missed those, remember you can check them all out on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, or of course for download on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you too. You can email the show richsportstalk at gmail.com. Get your opinion in. We will answer all of your questions on the air. We're going to start with the AFC East today and... We're going to go each team, what I'm predicting the record based on their talent, their schedule, and how I see each team projecting this season. So I'm going to start off first with, who else? The New England Patriots. Interestingly, though, I have them at 11-5. Once again, a difficult schedule being the Super Bowl runner-up. And don't take this the wrong way, but the Patriots coming into the season... I know they're going to be good. I know they're going to get the job done. I know they're going to win the AFC East, but it just feels like this isn't going to be their year, and I know you never want to sell Belichick and Brady Shore, and that's why I have them here and have them in the AFC title game, but this team doesn't have a great pass rusher, and more importantly, they don't have a great receiver, and you can see the frustration on Tom Brady hanging up on that interview, uh, punting that football earlier in training camp. I think he's just frustrated because he's looking around the league, and he's seeing all these teams going out and making deals and giving receivers and tight ends big contracts, and they couldn't give Danny Amendola $1.50 to keep him in Foxborough. I mean, I look at the receiving core. I'd say Gronkowski, and even though they get Edelman back after week four, this could be one of the worst receiving cores in the league, and I understand Brady is great at dealing with less and the scary thing I always say is imagine if you actually gave him weapons, but still, it's Belichick and Brady. I think that they're one of these teams. They'll make adjustments, and they're, they could be a team that starts the season 2-2, two and two, and everyone goes into that usual panic, but this is a team that they treat almost the first four, five, six weeks of the season as the preseason, making the adjustments, and then they take off and go from there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a midseason trade, maybe try to improve the offensive line after Wynn got hurt. He's going to miss the entire season, one of their first-round picks. Uh, maybe try to get an edge rusher off the edge uh, moving forward. I don't think they have a great pass rush. I do like their defense. I don't think it's as good as it's been in other years. I mean, they couldn't stop the nosebleed last year in the Super Bowl, but I do think this is a defense that's going to come out week in and week out, be prepared, be able to adjust on the fly, and be able to keep this team in ball games and let Tom Brady do his thing. Uh, and once again, I think this is the vision right now. You have a couple of franchises looking to rebuild, especially in Buffalo, New York. You also have the Dolphins, which I think are closing on a reclamation project, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I have the Patriots finishing 11-5, and and once again, the Kings of the AFC East. In second place, I'm going to surprise a lot of people with this, the New York Jets at 7-9. and nine. Now they've traded Teddy Bridgewater. Donald's going to start from week one. Everyone who's listened to this podcast know I'm very high on Donald. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback, but listen, he's going to have bumps in the road. The Jets have the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL. However, the first three games are going to be challenging, especially because they're going to play three games in 11 days, Monday night in Detroit, then home against Miami, and then Thursday night at Cleveland. I wouldn't be surprised if they go one and two possibly in that just because of the quick turnarounds. I think they have a very good defense. I think that it's an underrated team. And look, this was a team last year everyone was killing, saying that they were purposely tanking, going to go 0-16, only get one or two wins. And they won five games, and they were in six of their losses were in one-possession games, and they played to a lot of playoff teams last year, including defeating Jacksonville. This is a team that was a bad call away from being the Patriots, too. So, 
This is a team that I don't think we give top bowls enough credit. I think this roster is young. I think that they're trending upward. I think they're going to take a big step forward. They have a lot of young talent on that defense. I think they're a year away from this offense really finding its sync. They have a lot of cap space and draft capital after the Bridgewater trade. So I think next year's offseason project is to build the offense. I think next year is the year the Jets go for the wild card spot. But for this year, they're going to be at 7-9. and nine. I'm Thought about playing the main eight, but once again, Sam Darnold's uh, rookie year, I think he's going to see some struggles. I think he's going to throw interceptions, and I don't have a problem with him throwing interceptions as long as he gets 16 games of experience, and I think that's what the Jets are looking for this year. This is the year to get Darnold's feet wet and then build up for year two. Also at 7-9, and nine, I have the Miami Dolphins. Now, a lot of people will say, well, wait a minute, Ryan Tannehill's back. But this is a team that lost in Dominican Sue. They've lost a lot of big pieces on that team. They're getting old in some spots. I think this is a team that they're in a big crossroads. I think Tannehill, you could make the case, especially if Allen and Darnold Pop could be the fourth best quarterback in this division. I think Tannehill is shown he's a capable starting quarterback. I think he's one of these C-plus quarterbacks in this league, but I don't think he's going to elevate the Dolphins to where they want to go. And I think that in that building, this is kind of the year, like with it's, this is a quarterback trial here in the AFC East where you have two teams trying out rookies, but in the Dolphins' case, I think they're looking at Tannehill seeing if he's the long-term solution. I think they have a lot of moving parts right now. This just seems like a franchise that doesn't have a lot of answers. They have a lot of holes over this roster, and they had to gut this team after last season. So I do think the offense will be better. I think we'll be more consistent with Tannehill, but now I have a lot of questions about that defense. And at the end of the day and at the end of the season, it's going to be big. If Tannehill pops this year, if he does a good job and get this team to into postseason contention 8-8, eight, 9-7, eight, I'll feel better about them. But we've seen him for years now, and he is what he is. He's a capable starting quarterback. But you need a lot of great pieces around to Elvane, and right now I don't think Miami has that. And finally, I have the Buffalo Bills in last place, and I have them sitting at 5-11. and 11. This team has... A lot of moving parts. And don't forget, this was a playoff team last year. They did a lot in the draft this year, of course, moving up to get Josh Allen, uh, getting Edmonds on that defense. And I think that they're similar to the Jets. This is going to be a rebuilding year. But I feel Darnold is going to be more of a playmaker. I think he can win more games than Josh Allen. I always said I really do love Josh Allen coming into bite. I looked at him as a project. And unfortunately, the way the situation in Buffalo is, I think he's going to get thrown in before he's ready. Uh, A.J. McCarron and Nathan Peterman have not impressed in camp. And the big X factor for this team is LaShawn McCoy. I mean, to me, he's one of the most valuable players for their franchise. Not in the league, not most valuable player in the league, but in terms of their franchise, what they do for that offense. I mean, he carries the load. He's huge out of the backfield in the passing game. And this is a team that's really gutted a lot of their wide receivers over the past couple of years, so they don't have a lot of great weapons on the outside at the moment. And McCoy, he's getting older, and it's one of those things with running backs, especially as they've getting older, you kind of expect that drop-off, and it can hit suddenly. And if McCoy really hits a wall this year, this offense is really going to struggle, and this is going to be a year where they're going to really need their super back more than ever, especially with the young quarterback. Uh, I just see Allen throwing a lot of interceptions. They have big holes on that defense, and... Look, this team snuck into the postseason last year, but that in some ways is going to be a curse because they're going to have to play a wild-card schedule. They have the second-hardest schedule in this division. And in terms of the talent, I think that overall rosters, 
The Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins are about the same, but I gave the edge to the Jets and Dolphins accordingly because of their schedules, because they get more favorable schedules than the Bills, because the Bills are going to have to play a playoff-caliber schedule this year, and it's going to be tough, and they're going to have a rookie quarterback in a lot of these games, because I'm predicting Allen, he's going to be the starter within the first four weeks, and if he's not the opening day starter, I will be surprised. So that's going to be my prediction. I have the Patriots at 11-5, both the Dolphins and the Jets at 7-9, and, and the Bills I'm having them sit at 5-11 and 11 going into the 2018 campaign. Of course, I will update this throughout the season as we get to see a little bit more of these quarterbacks. And this is an interesting division because I think there's still a lot of great storylines, which is how the Patriots look moving forward, uh, especially there's been a lot of drama at that organization. I still think they're the best team in the AFC, so they're going to easily win this division. But they're going to be fascinating to watch this year, especially with the whole Tom Brady and Bill Belichick dynamic. Uh, you have two young rookie quarterbacks that are taking the top 10 picks who we're going to see play this year. So that should be exciting with both the Jets and the Bills. And with the Dolphins, it's kind of checking on their quarterback to see, can Tannehill take that big step? He lost last season because of the injury. Can he reclaim this team? And can he prove that he can be a franchise quarterback in Miami? I think there's a lot of questions about him moving forward, but it certainly will be interesting. So that's going to do it for us today. On Rich Sports Talk, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, if you're just joining us and you missed this preview or any of the other teams, we're doing all eight division previews. Remember to follow, like, and subscribe to richsportstalk.com to the podcast on multiple platforms, Spreaker, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and, of course, available for iTunes. And if you'd like to get in touch with the show, remember, you can shoot us an email at richsportstalk at gmail.com or at Twitter at richsportstalk. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Nolan Rich from Rich Sports Talk.